0: Curiosity, what are you so curious about? Everything, Mister Curiosity. Hi, folks. Joe Snedeker here. Mister Curiosity got your new podcast here for you, ready to rock and roll. And I'm doing this one with a a man eating right now. What is it? A hoagie or a grinder?
1: Here, here's a hoagie. (laughs) Here,
0: here being (laughs) Hazelton. All right, we're talking with the amazing Nate Lee, owner of Forget About It restaurant. Forget, about, Forget it. about it. Did I nail it that time? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah? You think so? Forget about it. Not bad not for, it. A, for a Slovak, Slovak guy. <laughs> Don't try
1: Don't to try stand say it while you're eating a pierogi. <laughs> <neck> <laughs> <Right>. But <anyway. laughs>
0: So, uh, mm-hmm. a lo- local guy from Hazleton, although I would guess that you're a Brooklyn import, but you're not. No. No.
1: You know what, you happened? what happened? I moved to Nashville, <laughs> and I refused I to- that Accent, even though I love to hear it actually now. Right. Um, so I pushed myself further east. That's what happened.
0: Oh, if okay. You're trying
1: but- to not pick up that Nashville twang,
0: <laughs>
1: I pushed myself to Brooklyn.
0: Is but you are a local Hazleton guy, born, <laughs> yeah. t- t- conceived in Hazleton. Are we going to go that far?
1: Really? I mean, do we have to go there, Joe? I mean, get off the I mean, God, come on. Calm down, will you? All right. Now, everyone right. seems to... to uh... You were conceived. I mean, what the <laughs> heck is I'm going just, on here?
0: Did I'm I just write to... really? a I'm just try... We knew that going in. Go Don't be Go offended. Ahead. I'm just trying to set a base. A yeah, base well, plan so everyone can relate. Okay, now, what kind right. of hoagie is that? It looks like good that's bread. Salami
1: and egg. Salami and egg. Really? Yeah. You know, fry the salami a little bit. Bring the grease out. because You know, that's good for you. I hear it. Yeah to my grandmother said, she was ninety-seven. So, um,
0: so that almost makes it like a breakfast hoagie.
1: That's what it is. Yeah. Are you breakfast are you champions?
0: Are you one of those guys that has to eat certain things at certain times of the day? Like, could you pop some pork chops at seven a.m. or you can only eat breakfast food? You know oh, what I, no, mean? I
1: could eat anything, anytime.
0: Yeah, I'm Italian. That's...
1: I'm night. Uh, according to my ancestry swab. I'm yeah. 93% Italian. I could eat anything anytime.
0: That's the way it should be because if you eat certain things, you're following rules and you're probably brainwashed. Like you can yeah. think about this. If you only if you if you can eat sausage for breakfast, right? That's mutilated pig muscles. Then why can't you have a pork chop? It's the same thing. Exactly. It I doesn't make any sense. I agree 100%. All right, so you got, are got you are a baby boomer born in Hazelton. Right. And uh went to the public school there? Yeah. Yep. Product and a couple. Of, I can read and write everything. Yeah. Because I'm trying to figure out how you go from a a, a Hazleton graduate, I think you said of 1980 earlier, to yeah. then become this big shot restaurant owner wow, who everyone talks show. about, loves your restaurant. You're a unique guy. It's a great place. How does that happen?
1: Um, not sure.
0: <laughs> I'm just not sure. I
1: don't know how to answer that question. I, um, you know, I, I, I'm a people person. I love people. Okay. So, and and one time a guy said to me, he was actually the um the best man at my wedding. The second time, I think. But anyway, um.
0: Well, how many he, are uh, there?
1: Oh, there's a couple. You know, let's put it this way: we have a divorce lawyer on retainer. But anyway, um.
0: If there's over secret, four wives, you're of officially there. nuts, and we're not doing this. No, it's not. There it wasn't four. Okay, okay good. I That's really
1: love you know. Marriage is a wonderful institution. You just have to be willing to be institutionalized. And so, anyway, where was I? See, I forget something about. Up.
0: I forget too. We're going off. We we're, were both golfing. off, and we're we're we both easily are distracted. We're like a we dog are. sitting on the deck, and then a fly goes by. You know this they was... did, exactly.
1: They didn't have ADHD <laughs> and ADD. They didn't have all that stuff when we were. But I'm sure positive I had it
0: yeah
1: i'm positive but um now hazelton's a great town you know people put it down now Uh, you know they say it's so bad but you know we have influx of latinos who i think are basically beautiful people i mean i'm not about the illegal stuff but you know we won't even get into that but but um i love the fact that they came here because without them we wouldn't have a city like who else was going to come to hazelton you know, what I mean, we have these industrial parks and nobody was going to work. We didn't have people to work in them if they weren't coming. And I just think that they and and I get in trouble for that. I get I get in trouble for that. I actually wrote a, a, a thing in, in the newspaper a couple of years ago and got death threats over saying that
0: ridiculous. Yeah. What's the, what's the, what's the difference if it was 150 years ago and all the Polish people were coming or the Italians the Italian, or the Irish? It's what's exactly. the difference, right? It's and, just and, a new and, group of people coming to an area.
1: Exactly. And they brought their ethnicity with them and their and all of their good stuff and food and, you know, it's just it's just I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I hate Karen, especially the Italian folks whose parents and grandparents immigrated here say that because I remember my grandfather telling me how he was mistreated when he came here. And so that is the last thing in the world that I would ever do. You know,
0: it seems, it seems like it almost seems like a human default uh, to not like people who are not like you. And it's a terrible thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I was not brought up that way. Right. Not for a moment. I was brought up completely the opposite. I'll never forget when I was a kid, we went to Philadelphia to the zoo. Okay, And I had never seen people of color before. I had never seen black folks. And I said to my father, that black man over there, and he said, you don't have to say black. You just have to say that man that's over there. Isn't that and awesome? That, that was it. You know, that was the end of that. Um, so that's the way that I was brought up. And like I said, I love these folks. They are family oriented, hardworking people. A lot of the folks who have a problem with that have never been out of Hazelton. Hazleton. So they don't realize that the whole world has changed. It's not, um, uh, who, who were the, uh, the, 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 the the Ricky Nelson, the Nelsons. It's not the Nelsons anymore, okay. man. It's not yeah, right. the Beaver anymore, you know? It's just, that's not the world that we live in, you know?
0: So yeah. I just said, you know what, get over it, whatever. That's a fine progressive attitude you have. So yeah. when you were 18 years old and you leave high school, what do you do? Do you Are you like I, a... Uh, you what? I didn't
1: want to go to college, and my dad was best friends with a guy that you probably remember the pizza places. They were called Luca Pizza.
0: I don't remember Luca Pizza. You
1: don't remember. Do you remember Dino's? I remember
0: Dino's pizza. Spare- yeah. Okay.
1: Dino started out as a Luca Pizza. Okay. So this guy comes from Sicily. He opens eight. How about she's crawling over the desk to not go behind the
0: let's see her. No, bring her in here right now. Let's get it over with. Come on. Manuela, come on, say hello. Manuela, come on over here. Come on, say hello uh
1: she's out she's not doing
0: (laughs) she's gorgeous but she's out she's just not it's not gonna happen
1: uh what can i tell you um
0: anyway so the Luca pizza yeah
1: so my dad said look if you're not gonna go to college then go learn the pizza business this guy's doing well he has 80 places you learn the business we'll buy a franchise and I said, OK, so that's what I did. I, I graduated in June and in August I was on a plane. He said, where do you want to go? I said, as far away from Hazleton as I can get. Get out of here. Yeah. And I, so I said, he said, how about San Antonio, Texas? I said, OK, great. So it's so funny. When I got to his office that Monday, he said, by the way, you're not going to San Antonio. You're going to Dallas.
0: OK. Now, when you say his office, who is this? Your dad you're talking about?
1: No, Frank Luca. He had an office okay. in So Kingston. what
0: did your dad do in Hazleton?
1: My my dad was actually a salesman at Earthley's. Really? And he sold Mercedes-Benz at Earthly's in the 70s. Okay. And he was like their top salesperson. Yeah. So he got to meet all these interesting people, and um and uh, that's how it happened. So I So when you're in Texas,
0: breakfast. so so you honestly wanted to start a restaurant based on your dad's advice as 18, yeah. 19 year old punk. Right. And then what happened? Right. Did it work out? I yeah, it worked out great. I went there
1: and And he said, you know, uh, you're going to wash dishes for the first six months, and then we'll teach you some cooking, and then we'll make you a pizza man. That was like the (laughs) thing, you know? So they teach you how to throw pizza in the air and pass it from person to person and make a show. Well, in six months, I was making pizza. And he was moving me around from location to location. So I got to, like, I don't know, probably 20 different cities in Texas for three months at a time. Then I moved to Philadelphia. They begged me to take a place over in Philadelphia. So, I Nate, to- if
0: I understand this, though, you're saying this was a franchise and you were buying into it, or you were? No, like, how does I, it- was
1: just, I was just working for him at the time.
0: So, you were just I- a kid looking for a job and you happened to get it at a pizza place.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And how long yeah. were you in uh, Texas? Probably about two years, I think. So, in that time, though, are you learning the dough, yeah. the mozzarella, yeah. the sauce yeah. making, making things yep. unique, different? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. then why back to Philly?
1: They needed somebody there and he begged me to go. I didn't want to go. And my, no, dad, no. Said, Look, and my dad said, Look, if you come to Philly, you could teach your brothers. <laughs> and then you can go back to Texas. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> the first place I went in Texas was a town called Denton, Texas. Okay. It's 30 miles from. Uh, Fort Worth and Dallas right north it's like a triangle All right Denton Texas has two major colleges it's a t- town the size of Hazleton at the time it had 40,000 people it had two colleges North Texas University and Texas Women's University
0: okay <laughs> I can see where you were of, yeah,
1: see where I'm going with this <laughs> the ratio of women to men Was 11 to 1 between the ages of 18 and 25.
0: And you were already doing the math in your head, right? Like it can't be that difficult.
1: (laughs) Three days in, my father calls me up and said, Are you homesick? I said, I am never going to see you again unless you come here. True story. He said, what are you talking about? I said, Dad, 11 women to every guy in the city. <laughs> um, I am in heaven. You all said that in order to go to heaven, I had to die first, but you were wrong. <laughs> I'm here and I'm never on coming a, home.
0: On a side note, do you think women understand the power they wield or they don't? No. They don't well, even they don't know. know.
1: Some of them do. I think when they get later, you know, like not as <laughs> like, well. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right, so then when you're back to Philly, does that work out, or what happens there?
1: And that's a long story. He promised me a gig, like, blah, 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 and he didn't follow through this guy, Frank right. Luca. So I said, my father said, you know what? Come to Hazleton, and we'll open a restaurant with your brothers and me involved, and we'll all do this thing. And it was called Nathan's Grotto. Get out! It, yeah. So we did how that. How old night, are you at the time? Twenty two okay. 21 and uh that was a great experience and i still run into people now we were in a shopping center i think we were the busiest oh yeah Manuela just handed me this card this was <laughs> my marketing even at the time somebody gave me this joe do you remember when on the refrigerators you would have a sticker or a magnet that had the number for the fire company and the police
0: I still because have there it.
1: was no 911. Do you remember? Oh, that I see.
0: Not? Oh, I see. No, no, I don't remember that. Maybe i Okay. That so me.
1: back in the day, you had a sticker on your refrigerator or on your phone, even. Yeah. And it had the so I did the Munchie emergency number. Nathan's oh. Grotto. This is from 1985.
0: Quick marketing, my friend.
1: 4598. <laughs> That's the number over there now. I got it. That oh, that's week.
0: still the restaurant number
1: four five zero eight. Yeah. But anyway, um, came to Hazleton, open that up. We were in a shopping center that was dilapidated and it kept getting worse and they wouldn't fix it. We were probably the busiest restaurant in Hazleton. I Is that that you know. right. Yeah, it was, it was insane. And, um, but it, the, the ceiling was falling in literally and yeah. they wouldn't do anything. And so in 1985, I, I closed it up and, uh, I didn't want to really be in Hazleton. You know, I was I was a young guy, and I loved yeah. the fact that I had traveled and saw what else was out there. And
0: 11 to 1 student, rate, uh, woman to man ratio. Well, yeah. That was I still mean, on I your was, mind.
1: Yeah, well, it was on my mind. All right, yeah. Um, so but anyway, I, I, I was shoveling snow, 1985, March. And I was shoveling <laughs> snow, and I was going, I will never do this again. No. And I got in my car and I drove as far <laughs> southwest as I could get in a day. And that's Wait, I, I got to
0: stop you right there again. So you're not a snow guy. Oh, my God. I'm just like you did when you Who are those people that. Why would you want misery? I don't understand. I, I don't get it. I It's I nothing but work and effort and depression and ice and cold and cloudy. What's the deal? I don't know. But if I never saw it again,
1: I'd be fine
0: yeah My it should be like, oh, what
1: you... about christmas eve i said not even Christmas. no who I, needs I, it I for christmas eve yeah, yeah I, I, I never I the All right, so then I... you
0: you get in your car and you head south no joke you just drive
1: i drove for 12 and a half hours i ended up in nashville tennessee <laughs> that i is... got up to, i stayed in a hotel i got up, up it was a sunday i'll never forget it and i i um got up well that's when i went down to look in march yeah. I stayed in a hotel. The next day I got up, I found a house in Hendersonville. It was two miles from Johnny Cash. I said, yeah, I want to live by Johnny Cash. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I never even heard any of his music. I'm not really a cowboy. Yeah,
0: guy. yeah, yeah. He's too old for us. Yeah.
1: So um, find this house. Give the guy the money. Come home. Get the U-Haul. And 27-foot uh, U-Haul. April 2nd, 1985. Leaving the snowstorm of my life if you go back and look at the snowstorm on April 2nd, 1985, it took me seven hours to get to the border <laughs> in the, shoe there had to be 12. It had to be a foot of snow. Had to be just like last <laughs> year. And I'm going down the road going, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. The I'm doing the right thing. Yeah.
0: What a motivator, right? What a motivator. I'm telling
1: you, man. Yeah. So the next day it was my birthday. I end up in Nashville, Tennessee at this new house. And uh, that was it. I was there sixteen years.
0: But Nate, I don't understand how uh, you know a twenty-something guy could make all these bold moves. Where's the financial resources? How do you pay rent? How do you get a house? How do you just well, start a business? How does all that just happen? Is that you know what? You know what? My attitude
1: was never was always uh, no is not an no is not an option.
0: Okay. Same as an I Apollo. I was never
1: afraid of anything ever. Like, I'm going to go open a restaurant. When I pulled into Nashville, I went by this town called Rivergate. It's Madison, Tennessee. It's right by outside of Nashville. It's actually Metro uh, Nashville. And I saw all this stuff and I said, I'm going to open a restaurant here. And a series of events happened and ended up doing that. And I I, went, sh- I have four restaurants in Nashville. Currently? So, no, I don't have man, anything. Man. So yeah. you stayed there until you were about, I don't know, 40-ish? Yeah, 16, and I was 25. Yeah,
0: 40-ish, yeah. 40, Get out. Yeah, so I'd... in those years, you're getting yeah. married, you're having kids, you're making money, you're meeting a lot of uh, Nashville celebrities. Is all that yeah. happening?
1: Yeah, yeah. Out. yeah. I had a, this one restaurant. Well, the first restaurant that I bought uh, was $25,000 turnkey. And it was liquor license and everything. And it was on mall property, like in a shopping center outside the mall, yeah, and uh one of the first people that I met famous was uh Winona Judd, really when they were just getting they were they were at just breaking in yeah, and then the next person I met was Florence Henderson,
0: really Mrs. Oh, Brady she,
1: was my friend until she died a couple of years no, ago
0: no she was not yes yes, yes. oh Fl- yeah, right, yeah. the proof, yeah.
1: I'll go go ahead, go show him. You don't have
0: to go to <laughs> Get her in the scene already. <laughs> Maybe before it's over. Now, what kind of pizza did Florence Henderson uh, like? In Florence. Look at that. Yeah. Get
1: out of here. What yeah. year is that? 1987.
0: Okay, so the Bradys are over, and she's still a big celebrity, though. Huge, yeah.
1: She had a show yeah. in Nashville called Country Kitchen, and it was on the, the Nashville Network and uh somebody told her about my food and she loved eggplant parmesan <laughs> so she called up one day her, her her assistant uh called up one day and she said um, i'm on my way with florence can you make her some eggplant parmesan i said i'll make her whatever she wants she said she likes Brajol. do you okay. know what bourgeois is? Bourgeois. No. Bourgeois is a like a flank flank meat and you pound the heck out of it okay. and then you, you put egg and Romano cheese and breadcrumbs, and you roll it up, and my mother used to tie it with thread. And then you cook it in the oven and then you throw it in the sauce and let it go all day. Florence. So anyway, yeah, I made Brajol and eggplant parm, and that was it, baby. She was mine. I mean so, we it you was guys crazy. like friends
0: like you you hang out together we and call each other? Out
1: together, yeah. Get out of here. She plugged me on Johnny Carson, Joe. Really? She said, my name and the name of my restaurant on Carson. Her girl called me up at 1030 at night in Nashville, which was 1130 Eastern. But it was even earlier on the West Coast, which is where they were at the time. And she said, we just taped Johnny. Watch it. I said, oh, well, I I said it. Florence is on. Just watch it. And then, you know how they set you up in an interview? You know, like I learned this over the years in Nashville because I did so many shows and stuff. Like the producer will come in and say, "What do you want to plug? What do you want to talk about?" And so they he asked. They asked Florence, and she said, "Ask me about Nashville and where I could get Italian food in Nashville." And
0: that's you. Car-
1: Carson says to her, "I know you're a big fan of Italian food. Where do you get Italian food in Nashville?" And she said, "My buddy Nate Lee at Nathan's Courtyard Cafe." And I
0: get gosh. out of here. That's awesome. Then you must so have that recorded cool. or something, right? VHS tape? something. No,
1: at the time, number one, I didn't. At the time, it was still yeah VHS, but I was at my bar, yeah. I was at my restaurant, and she gave me five minutes notice. You know, it was coming right, right on, and I never taped it. And I look for it on YouTube all the time, but somebody oh, would something. have to put it there. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. It's just, that's it's awesome. Just not there. It was so cool. Now, even but though there sounds like with my parents. Um you yeah, know, my really. came to, oh yeah I have those pictures and it was awesome.
0: Now yep. this never turned into a romance she was older than you much older. <laughs> hey I'm just well, asking I don't know. <laughs> no see
1: there you go again. No it wasn't. She she was married at the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah I'll tell, I have a great story to tell you Manny's just reminded me of a great story to tell you. <laughs> um but I was in a hotel room with her one time watching a football game and I'm not a football guy. But yeah. I, I'm just not a football guy But she said, come over, you know, we're sitting around I ordered some food in, blah 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 So I go over there and I'm thinking in my head Uh oh You know, I always had such a thing for Marsha And here I am with her mother, you know <laughs> Story of my life, here we go Here I am with the mother <clears throat> So, but I got a great story we're, we're the same size Me and Florence, were the same size I was a lot thinner at the time and I used to buy these suits, Cavarici suits. Yeah. You remember that or no?
0: No, no. I'm not a, a suit guy. It was a real
1: high-end, like, I think at the time I was paying 600 bucks for a suit in yeah. a store, right? So she always was complimenting me about my clothes. And I had this olive green caverici suit. <laughs> so she comes in, she said, Nate, I got to wear that tomorrow to take my show. And I said, really? She said, yeah, I said, I'll tell you what, I want a picture of me and you with me wearing the suit. And then tomorrow I want a picture of you wearing my suit to tape your show. So she said, "Okay." so took the picture. The next day I go and um, go back to her dressing room, bring her the suit. She wears the suit. She tapes the show. We take the picture at the end. And she said, now for the rest of your life, you could tell her, Florence, uh, Mrs. Brady got in your pants. Ah. <laughs> <The best. laughs> Mrs. Brady got in my pants. That's all I got. Perfect!
0: Gotta say. I love it. I love it. Thanks so she was it. just awesome, though. Nice person. She was what
1: you see is what you get. Like if you watched her and thought she, she is a genuine, beautiful yeah. soul, that's who she was. You know, the first time I met her, when she came in, that's first time she said, "Give me your mom's address," and I didn't even ask her why. I just gave her my mom's address, and a week later, my mother had a picture, a signed picture of her, and it said, be so proud of your son, Nate. Love oh, man. Florence. Yeah. And it was just, that's who she was. She was just Dude, was that awesome.
0: puts tears in your eyes right there. Yep. yep. She was awesome. Yeah. So all that time in Nashville, hanging out with Florence Henderson, making good money, uh, then what happens? What makes you want to go back to the Pocono Plateau, Hazleton, Back to the snow, back to winter. Oh, is this something personal and you can't tell me and I'll have to ring the bell? That means, the bell means Snedeker, shut up. Nah, that's right. My wife,
1: it got so, my wife did not like hot weather. My wife wanted the snow and the cold. She's I one of them. What can I tell you? I don't know. So, and my son was 10 at the time. I only have okay. one son. And he, at the time, used to talk to my dad here on the phone for an hour a day. right? And he used to pay by the minute. Do you remember those days? Yes, I do. I said to my wife, now, we we sold all of our stuff there. We closed one, sold the blah, blah, blah. And I said to my wife, you know, this is the time. If you want to take a shot and move up there and see if you like it, let's do it. And we did. And that's that's how we ended back here. Mike, my son does genealogy as a, as a second, like job. Right. If, if you wanted to trace your family back to Slovakia, my son's the guy to do it. He'll get you back to 800 you know, AD.
0: No, this is, this in, is excellent. I may have to look you up for that.
1: Yeah. And, um, so he just, he, he adores the family. That's, that's, that's just what it is. And he wanted to be here and be around the large Italian family and,
0: But here's another bold move in my eyes. You got a 10 year old. You got a wife business going good. And all of a sudden you say, that's it. I'm going back. I mean, and then what happens?
1: Then I went when I first got back here, I went to work at a couple of local restaurants. I had made up my mind. I would never own another restaurant. I would work in them, obviously, or do what I did. But I would never own another restaurant unless I didn't have to depend on it to make a living. I bet you
0: I know why. I bet you I know why. Because uh, you you look at, here's what happens in the world. I've learned this from my friends who own a business. I look at them and I think, man, you got it made. You make your own hours. You make good money. That's the best thing. And then they look at me and they're like, you got it made. You work eight hours a day. You quit and it's gone forever until the next day. You have no responsibility. So is that what happens? You can never leave your job, right? Yeah, especially the restaurant business is brutal. You, you never leave it.
1: it. You have to, yeah, leave it. You never leave it. You, you, you have to live it. You just live it. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's it's a tough, it's a tough thing, but I got this concept in my head about forget about it fifteen years ago, and uh, <clears throat> takeout only, no front of the house. So you don't have to worry about waiters and waitresses and people, you know, complaining and you know just. So, uh, but I I got into the notary business. My dad was a notary
0: <laughs> because of the car dealership and the Mercedes it, and the probably, salesman thing. All yeah. oh, I see.
1: But he had a twenty-four hour notary. Really? First guy that I know of to do that. I was saying, never even heard of that.
0: He's, Who wants he, a notary at two in the morning?
1: They drive in from New York or Jersey or <laughs> you know they're working or blah 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 and became a huge hit ran right out of and here then, and then i opened my own on the other side of town
0: so this is this is uh, i don't know where, where where are we now this is in the 90s is that where at, no, early this, i
1: opened up here in 2013
0: oh okay but yeah. but we have that gap when you returned here and you were 40 years
1: old i worked at stagecoach in do, do you know oh, okay. the stagecoach in mountain yeah, yeah 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 Okay, I worked there for five years. I ran that, and I ran another restaurant over in Shepton, believe it or not, at the bottom okay, of Shepton, all right. in 9, 924, uh, Schuylkill County. Okay, And I have a great story about Dick Yingling, by the way.
0: <laughs> Give it to me. Could, could it beat Florence Henderson? I don't know. No,
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. Dick Yingling used to come into my place. It was called Oak Creek.
0: No, wait, so when you say your a place, 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 a restaurant you worked at?
1: Yeah, I was the manager. Okay. Yeah. So I have this young kid behind the bar. And uh, so I got to know that it was Dick Yingling. And I was like so impressed that he would come to, you know, my place. to. So uh, we're sitting at the bar. I'm sitting at the bar with him. And uh, he says to the kid, we called this kid Boof. Boof. I can't remember why. B-O-O-F. Yeah, I can't remember why. Yeah. So uh, he said, what's this kid's name? And I said, we call him Boof. So he goes, hey, hey Boof, how about a Yingling Lager? And Booth goes, yeah, okay, no problem. So he gets in the beer, and Dick says to him, do you sell it? Now, this kid has no idea who he's talking to.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: So the kid says, uh, uh, Dick says to him, you sell a lot of that lager here. And Boof <laughs> goes, oh, it's our number one seller. You know, they make it right in Scranton. <laughs> in Scranton, he says. <laughs> Dick Yingling looks at him, he goes, you're fired. <laughs> Something like that. He was like, "Nate, come on!" <laughs> right in Scranton, they make it. Yeah. <laughs> Dick said, "Oh, I, I wasn't aware of that. I didn't know
0: that." <laughs> right in Scranton. So, uh, Dick, nice guy. When you hang around, though seems like a regular was, guy.
1: Yeah, you'd never know he was a regular guy. Exactly. Yeah, I love yeah. it.
0: Yeah. yeah. What's his favorite food? What did he get? Is he a hoagie guy, oh, a hamburger I, that guy? That I
1: can't remember. We, oh, okay. we pretty much specialized in uh, seafood and steaks there. And Italian. I, I brought my Italian flair there. But, but yeah, it was seafood and steaks. So we used to serve like a ribeye that was like this thick, you know, a pound and a half or something. And yeah. throw it on the charb where it was excellent. He would so seem that, like that, a steak guy. Point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he's a regular guy. He really was.
0: Pickup truck, jeans, dirty shirts. I love it. That's how I uh, see him always. He's a good man. Yeah. Great man. Yeah, he really
1: is. You'd never know he was a billion-dollar guy.
0: Yeah, not like a flashy, pretentious not dude. They're the no. worst. They're the worst. Just,
1: yeah, yeah. They're the same kind of people I got to know in Nashville. The same, you know, you met some real jerks. Um, But, you know, there's another one. Tommy Lasorda uh, became a friend. He, he, he was best friends with the Barletta's. You know who Lou Barletta is, right? Yep. That was our, yeah. So he was best friends with Lou's uncle, Joe. And when I told him I was from Hazleton, he started crying. He said, Joe Barletta was my my best friend. and He was, a, he was an okay guy, Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, but
0: wouldn't Tommy Lasorda be like a California guy, I would guess, right? Where, how did well, he have not, connections? He his...
1: was, yeah, but he was in Nashville all the time.
0: Oh, I see. Gotcha. His,
1: his real good friend was another guy by the name of John Hobbs, who's a real big shot in Nashville. And uh they used to do recruiting, you know, or what do you call that when you go looking for players? What do they call that? Is that like
0: scouting it? So he was scouting, scouting. for the yeah, Dodgers. Did- He's did a Dodger Scout.
1: Yep, yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: Yep, yeah. Him and him and Johnny Hobbs used to hang out. But Johnny Hobbs used to come in my restaurant, and John Hobbs owns Music Valley Drive, the whole street. Do you ever you ever been to Nashville? No. Best town no, in world Well. Great place. Don't get me wrong. That's 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 God's country up in in, in East Tennessee. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> but um, Nashville, Tennessee, best city in America, as far as I'm concerned. It is Times Square honky tonk style, buddy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: awesome. But Hobbsy used to come in, and he's this really really rich guy that owned a bunch of restaurants, and he'd come to my place on a Saturday night with a crowd, and uh, he'd always take some of my sauce home. And I was like, you know, finally, one time I said to him, you know, my, my buddy told me, you know, that sauce is for Tommy Lasorda. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, he's a good friend. So I said, John, wh- wh- where do you, what's up with the sauce, dude? He goes, oh, my friend comes in. He thinks I make it. Ha, ha, ha. I said, yeah, who's that friend? He goes, uh, Tommy Lasorda. I said, yeah, I'm not giving you any more sauce to go till I meet him. <laughs> and he's like, why? I said, I have a connection with him. I have a Hazleton connection, and I want to meet him. And that was it, man. From then on, I couldn't get rid of him. He was he was he was a good good guy. He had great Sinatra stories. And I am a Sinatra freak. Okay. I have everything Sinatra. I love Sinatra. I collect all of his stuff. I have, you know. So he would tell me Sinatra stories and I loved them.
0: That well, let's great. sing a song together.
1: And now the end is near. And so I face. <laughs>
0: Final so, curfew. Nate, we oh, have so to nice. get... Oh,
1: wow. So you copy right off? So. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, okay. Because the copyright nope. police will get me. The copyright oh, police will oh, get me. Oh, I yeah.
1: can only do six bars or something. Yeah, yeah okay.
0: six seconds, seven seconds. All, All right. right. So, Nate, then this idea of forget about it, This yeah. is so. this is evolving. You're thinking, now I can get back into the restaurant business, but with 70% of the hassles removed, correct? Correct. Yeah. And
1: we're only open four days a week. Um, but we sell a lot of food out of the coolers. But when we did that back- happen? What? When did that three, start? When did it- Three years ago.
0: Oh, okay. But there's still a little gap here. You had the idea. You said 10, 15 years ago, but you never acted on it?
1: Yeah, because I, I didn't act on it because I didn't want to rely on it to make a living. I wanted to do it as a hobby. And that is the truth. I said, if I can't do it that way, I'm not doing it. And uh, I opened up the notary and it became extremely successful. And, um, and that's when I decided to do it. I had the time to do it. I have great staff around me,
0: so and you were I, right before forget about it. You were doing notary all those years, yeah,
1: that's it yeah
0: big yeah. shot business guy,
1: well, yeah, I mean, it started out rough. Don't get me wrong it was a it was a two year struggle um to make any money um, but after that, it just been sailing ever since, yeah been great but maybe
0: this but the but the return like i have this passion for the sciences and meteorology that i can't get rid of it seems like you have this passion inside for being a restaurateur and you can't get rid of that so it just keeps oozing back into your life
1: that is correct you All know right? what? i love it i have such a passion about food
0: so now here comes forget about it could, could yeah. you tell me why this is so unique and what it does here so you're saying you you show up there and there's nowhere to sit
1: well, we have we just we actually did put in a counter, okay, we had a little bit of space, and we put a counter in, kind of facing the street, so you could sit on stools and look out the window at a beautiful 19th Street.
0: All That's all right, right. but I, yeah. I have, and I'm not patronizing you. I don't recall ever seeing restaurant reviews as high as yours. There's like not yeah. a one negative remark. It's like three point nine 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 out of four stars. I mean, it it's usually... four point,
1: It's actually four point nine. I think on Facebook. I don't know. where. Okay. Well, called.
0: if it's a zero to four scale, you're like 3.999. Oh, you're, yeah, you must yeah. be talking about a five scale. Yeah. You're amazing. Yeah. So why do people love your stuff so much? And know. you, and you, there's,
1: yeah, they're all, oh, believe me, there's some people out there that, yeah, not so much. <laughs> yeah. Not so much, but, um, there's always haters. Why are there always haters? Oh, I, I don't know.
0: I have tons of them.
1: Mostly it's jealousy. Mostly, it's jealousy, right?
0: Do you agree? Well, so people people tell me, "Shut up, Snedeker! Shut up and just give the weather." It's like, oh no! Then you'd be the whole like everybody point else. is to add a little. You got to add a little juice. You got to make it fun. Make it different. Yeah.
1: And you know what you have to say to them, right? Who's number one again? That's what you say. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. If the you want to get just last week. a lady came in last week. I sell Easter pie by the slice. She said, "You know, down at your competition, the slices are bigger." I said, "Do you need directions?" <laughs> Boom boom. I mean come on Why you gotta say that to me You want it or you don't want it That's how I am I put it out there I have passion in it man I love doing it It's the best you're gonna get Unless you're just not used to that Easter pie Or that sauce or that meatball What is Easter pie? Easter pie is like uh, quiche It's like a quiche An Italian quiche And it's got the cheese and eggs And sausage and ham And, um, and everybody does it different though. Like different Italians do it differently. Some people put noodles in it. Some people, um, put pepperoni in it or salami or, you know, different stuff. But we, I just do mine the way my mother did it and we're selling, we'll do over 300 of them this year. Ooh, sweet. Yeah. So it's a lot and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of labor and they're not cheap to make, you know, but, uh yeah like yeah. you sell bags of balls right bags of meatballs by the dozen okay we got, we got sauces four different sauces five different sauces over the winter we have 10 different soups you could come in and buy it by the court we have pre-made meals that you throw in the microwave you know macaroni and meatball penne different whatever uh antipasto salads and now we do pizza. I said, I would never do pizza again, but we're doing pizza, but we do. You feel you're stuff.
0: above pizza. Is that what it is? You feel you're above yeah, I'm pizza? above
1: it. Yeah. I'm above it. No, I just want <laughs> to keep it simple. You know, I opened up with yeah. nine items. We're up to 30, you know, Oh man! We're and hit. they all
0: come from your brain pretty much.
1: Yeah. We got, we got some input from folks and they say, try this, try that. And we do it. Like I said, I have a great staff, great yeah. people that work here and they come up with different things. And, um, you know, I, I I dream about it, Joe. That's how in it I am. Like, I, I have a soup. It's it's pizza steak stromboli soup. <laughs> and it's Philly cheesesteak cooked <laughs> with pepperoni, mozzarella cheese in a cream-based soup with my red sauce in it. People are like, how did you? I don't know. I woke up thinking
0: about it. It's all I like, love yeah. it. Well, Paul Paul McCartney used to say that song lyrics and, and melodies would come to him when he's sleeping too. So that's the universe speaking to you, brother. I guess. Yeah. Now, but what what about well now? What about us? Uh, you gotta take care of us Polish people on there. Pierogies, you have any pierogies down there? No?
1: I'll tell you what we've been selling the crap out of is pierogi pizza.
0: Per, no, what is that? It's like a pogash. Oh,
1: yeah, that's what we, yeah. that's what y'all call it, I think, up there. This right. Is but y- you
0: know what? Yeah. I don't like that.
1: Well, I wish you would try mine. Because I hear people say that. I didn't think I would like it. It's
0: very bland.
1: Guess what? Not mine.
0: Yours is not bland. No, right. because
1: it's all in how you season those potatoes, man. Okay. you got to have lots of cheese in those potatoes, and you got to put salt and pepper in, in stuff. People do that. <laughs> They're afraid of salt and pepper, man. Your body needs salt. Come on, man.
0: <laughs> so do not be afraid of salt and pepper. Don't be afraid of salt. <laughs> Come on! It's where all the
1: flavor is. Yeah, gotta have it. Listen, I tried that pierogi pizza, man, and I can't stop eating it now. And we right. sell it like Matt. We're doing uh, for Lent. We're doing vodka pizza with vodka sauce on it, and a couple different cheeses. And we're doing broccoli rabe pizza. Do you know? Do you ever eat broccoli rabe?
0: No, I don't like broccoli.
1: Well, this is well, not broccoli. I don't eat broccoli either. Okay. Bro- broccoli rabe is. If broccoli and spinach had a baby,
0: oh, okay. So it's and like you a saute little...
1: it, up, spice it up, spice it up, and we put it in pastas. We, um, like I said, we're putting it on pizza, and that's another thing. I never heard of anybody with, with broccoli raw pizza. I just said let's try it, and we were selling the hell out of it.
0: Well, like I said, Nate, everybody loves your stuff. Uh, I guess, you know, before we end here, you can give out some plugs if you want, your number, your location, your website, and then we'll uh, wrap things up here. But you got to – I'm going to bring my wife down there. I got to try that. But that's an hour and a half ride for me. You know, it's a long way to get to Hazleton for me. Come on,
1: got man. have to come up with another reason for you to come. Um...
0: When there's snow, I'll just head south and I'll cross your, I'll cross your path no, as I'm it's, going it's south. Worse.
1: It's worse. <laughs> I know. Oh, you yeah. guys are in the it's elevations. I'm going to Florida <laughs> next week. I'm on vacation. We're gonna close the restaurant for a week or two after Easter. So yeah, we're on 19th Street between Altar and Vine and Hazelton. Real easy to find, right off of 309. And uh, it's called Forget About It. You could look it up. It's F-U-G-E-T About It, one word. Forget like, about it. Forget about it. And uh, and we have the notary service as well. So we do tag and title transfers and all kinds of notary work and.
0: Now you already gave me your year of birth. So, are you approaching the thought of retirement now, or no? I mean, why not, I mean, right? Medicare I, I is can't right around the corner. Doing nothing. Like, yeah, that's I, I'm the not problem. That guy.
1: Yeah, I'm not that guy. I would like to devote more time to philanthropic stuff. I love, um, I love doing stuff in the community, and I only want to talk about what I do do because I don't believe that you should talk about it. Um,
0: I love your attitude, brother. I love yeah, it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I'm not a real religious guy, but I know that um that, that should be anonymous, you know, for the for the majority of the time.
0: You're a good man, I can sense that. Yeah. The the cruel the cruel joke of the universe is this the only thing worse than working is not working. That's the cruel joke that the universe plays on all of us.
1: Like I said, I can't imagine not waking up. I know up what do, do you do? And, what, you,
0: no, you know, what is what nothing like yeah. every day?
1: you know there's only, only so many things you could do at your house and in your yard Yes, and in your yes. you know and my health is not great so i'm it's hard for me to even, even do a bunch of that stuff but i think if i stopped i would die because i have a lung issue and uh i have to keep going every
0: day I gotta keep pushing and you got That's that it. passion for it so keep going man i love you it go. keep uh, you spreading uh, what i want you to do is keep spreading nate across the planet thanks man Thank you so much.
1: Uh, I can't tell you what a treat it was when you called me last week and 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 asked me to do this. I was I was I I was elated all day. I couldn't
0: believe it. You're you're a big uh, now, come on. Well, the reason this is happening is because you have a lot of people who know you and love you in your heart and your in your passion for what you do. And they said, Snedeker, you gotta talk to this guy. And here it is. So you did it, not me. the last thing before I hit stop is, Did uh, be honest now, did you ever kiss Florence Henderson on the lips? Oh, my
1: God. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Stop it. Stop it.
0: Do well, you I, listen
1: to any country music or no?
0: I'm not a country. I'm a, I'm a dad okay. rocker.
1: I am, too, for the most part. But because of Nashville, one of my best friends in the whole world, my brother, is A guy by the name of Phil Vassar, okay. He's made it pretty big in the business. He's a he's he was songwriter of the year a couple times and he's made a couple of number ones himself. And uh, I encourage people to check him out because his stuff is so awesome. His name's Phil Vassar,
0: he plays, I will do here that
1: at Penn's Peak and and uh, he's he's played around here a bunch, but uh, I guess that.
0: I guess the closest I'll get to Nashville is a uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie, the lead singer, I think, is a Nashville. He's a country guy. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, he's a yeah, country, he's a country guy. guy now. Yep. Hey, everybody's there. Peter Frampton's there. Um, you know, her, Donna Summer and I became good friends. I became good friends with her husband. You yeah, see, tonight. now you're
0: throwing more stuff at me. Well, Unbelievable. Yeah,
1: and, and you know who else? Stevie Winwood. We used to have lunch hey, no. every every Thursday for five years. If you come to my office, you'll see. 92 pictures of me
0: and Steve. You did not hang around with Steve Winwood
1: every Thursday for lunch. One buddy. of my
0: favorites. Come on.
1: Listen, he his first solo album was 1980. The year I graduated, Ark of a Diver. It was and you're the of- Ark
0: of the Dive. And you're living his life when you see a chance. Take it. Yes,
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Boom! Yep. It's over. Kiss kiss, Florence yep, Henderson.
1: Stop. Nice it, talking Joe. to you, brother. You- <laughs> Stop. On YouTube. <laughs> Have a good one. Happy Easter.
0: Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything,
1: Mr. Curiosity. About-